welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. This is the Goat Channel Podcast Car Edition. Pretty much all of them have been car editions recently. But it is what it is. Hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully one day it's will uh, take off and I'll have a little studio. But for now we just talking and talk on the in the car on the cell phone. Uh, the Lakers hard fought game last night, but are up three one in the series. Pretty difficult game. Nobody could really find a rhythm. Uh, really, nobody at all found a great rhythm. Caldwell played played really well. Uh, Davis played pretty good defensively, but overall. The only person LeBron found the rhythm in like the third quarter. He had a decent stat line in the third. But overall, he just couldn't find the rhythm and nobody could. But Lakers end up pulling it out. They're at 3 1 in the series. And the next one's not until Friday. So, pretty solid though. Pretty solid series. I don't think, I mean, the reason. And there's this big ordeal about ratings being down. Um, but there's a bunch of ratings down. I think it was like the U.S. Open ratings down. Um, what else was it? The NHL playoffs are like down 60%. So it's not just the NBA. Which makes sense. Time of year. Politics. Uh, I guess just everything going on and then on top of that for the NBA nobody really thought the Heat had a chance so I would think game four might have been the most watched of the series um, because the Heat did get one victory and it made it two to one so I can see more people tuned in to the uh, game four. Now, the rest of the way, though, it's probably not going to be very exciting. So, it's kind of, we'll have to just see how it goes, but the, and they could come back, but, I mean, that's what's hurting the ratings. I don't think it's necessarily anything else. I think it's a whole combination of stuff. I don't think it's just one thing you can point out that's hurting ratings, but something. But but other sports are hurting in ratings too. So I think it just really the combination of you have all the sports going right now. So you have the NBA, you have NHL. Which NHL is done now, but you had NHL. You had WNBA. Some people like WNBA. I know it's not the most popular thing, but you had WNBA going on. You had the um, NFL, college football. There's golf going on. So you got like every sport pretty much going on. Uh, when they typically have it in June, 
really what you're looking at is what golf and baseball I mean you're not you don't have as much competition so you're not so there's going to be more viewers obviously it's just how it works um, in, in a regular year then you top that with politics and you top that with uh, I mean because the people who are Let's let's be honest. Not all these people, but the people who are racist aren't going to watch basketball. More than likely, I mean, um, especially in this, since they're trying to stand up for that kind of stuff. So that's you know that is that's involved in ratings. It's just you know it's and then nobody gave the heat a chance. So it's just a combination of things. I don't think it's anything particular. Um, Jason Whitlock, who who's probably I don't know if I've mentioned him on here. He he's probably the worst. Um, well, he, he's not on TV now, but <coughs> in general, he's just a bad guy. Um, his takes are just awful and wrong, a hundred percent of the time. I mean, about 90% of the time, they're absolutely just wrong and outlandish. Um, they are to make money. That, that There's guys on TV now, and that's and in the industry, and that's they, they say crazy stuff to make money. Um, but he was talking about the ratings and saying LeBron's a rating killer. But it's not really true. It's the... Uh, it's what the times are right now and all the stuff that's going on that's killing the ratings this year. And, and, and the fact the competition's not the greatest. I mean, we we didn't think... I mean, the, the Heat came back, though, put up two strong performances, but nobody really thinks they're going to win it. Um, so, I mean, that's what... I mean, Whitlock went out and said that, but Whitlock's also a LeBron hater, and that's how he makes his money. Um, he'll bash LeBron as much as he can, get views, get click, clickbait, and all that stuff. So that's kind of where he gets his money at. Uh, so I don't necessarily blame him or guys, other guys who do that. Um, really, a lot of sports talk anymore. They do have some intelligent stuff to say here and there, um, minus Whitlock, but. They, they do have intelligent stuff to say. But a lot of it comes down to what's going to get you views. Um, how much money you can make off of it. You know, are you going to stay relevant on TV? You know, they do these hot takes so they can stay relevant, basically. I mean, when it boils down to it. And there's a lot of these guys now if you look at it, that do this, like, and I, I personally, like, I'm not a hater of it, for the extent of, or to the extent of, I understand, I understand trying to get that money, you know what I'm saying, like, I understand you want to, you want to make money, and this is going to make you money, trust me, if you badmouth LeBron, or talk LeBron um, because he's one of the biggest athletes in the world 
you're going to be able to chase that money or if you give some outlandish hot takes about anything that money's going to be out there because people are going to like tune in and be like they're either going to bash you or like you and choose your side so it makes sense from a money perspective it really does now would I turn on TV to watch analysts like Skip Bayless necessarily um, especially when it comes to LeBron there's other things he's a little bit like crazy about um, or would I turn on Whitlock or would I turn on maybe even Stephen A um, would I turn these guys on to get legit I guess sports talk analysis of a game and I don't I just don't think that that I would I just don't believe that I honestly just don't think they give enough realness um, to the junk they throw in for money basic basically that's how that's what I'm breaking it down to be and so but from a business point I don't disrespect them from uh I probably respect them from a business point because this is how you're gonna make your money do it if I could figure out a way to make the money and I had to talk crap about somebody or you know make some outlandish statements I probably would just to get you know to make a hefty paycheck and to I don't know how to put it but that I would do that now on the other side of this uh, I wish that they had a little better actually sports you know I know they all have the knowledge but I wish they would talk better about it I guess and kind of more in depth and less one sided so that's just a little rant on sports talk and um, I know I hit on Jason Whitlock but I'm telling you he's the worst man and he's he, it almost feels like he's racist towards black people and he is a black person it's just crazy if you read some of the stuff he posts and a lot of people have said that it's not like that's a me only opinion um, he's just I don't know He's a different kind of person. Uh, But, like I said, he's there for the clickbait too. Everybody knows. And that's where social media comes in. Everybody knows social media can make you and break you now. Um, And everybody knows that YouTuber, everybody knows that all these platforms now can make somebody... um, Especially if you already get your foot in the door and you can get followers. Those social media can can make you. Um, no matter your outlet and just opinions or not. If you're getting views and you're getting likes and you're getting... It doesn't matter if it's a negative necessarily. If you're giving negative and positive, that's... You know that, and that's what's changed the game. That's what's changed the game on sports. That's what changed the game, pretty much everywhere. Sports, um, anything, just life in general, is 
once you get a platform and you start getting followers, once your opinions get out there, people start running with stuff. People start running with it. People start using it. People start seeing it. People start saying it. You know, we've talked about social media before on here. And social media is just, it's a harsh world. Uh, And these people have no filters. And when they get it, you know, when they get some followers and they take off, they can comment on whatever they want to in the media. They can, and that's what's so different about sports now. It's just so much media coverage. (coughs) Like, anybody, and I do this, I tweet during Lakers games because I'm a LeBron fan. I, I tweet during games and stuff. So I can, I could be my own, you, you know, I could do own play-by-play or my own analysis of the game and how it's going and what they should do. Like, I can do that. And that's what social media and all these plat- media platforms do, though. They give you that. They give these people that platform. And it, what's crazy about it is when they give these people the platform, some of them are not friendly. And it's all about getting your followers and getting, you know, the more attention you get, the more crazy things you can keep saying. And you're going to bring the good and the bad. And as long as you're getting clicks and views, that's getting money in your pocket eventually. You know, anywhere from getting money in your pocket, just straight money. Um, getting money in your pocket from, you know, business going to hire you because you're so popular. So, it's just a little social media and sports now. It's, it's, it's interesting. You know, we, we went off from the finals a little bit, but um, one thing I want to get hit back on the finals real quick is that... Um, the... Uh, And I said what they need to do before or after Jimmy Butler's big game. And I'll say what they need to do. And what what I said was, and what they did, it was exactly this. At what point do you give them the three-point line when he's killing you inside? And that point was last night. And they did have Davis on him as a longer defender for his jump shot. So... Davis could play back and if Butler did shoot he still was rangy enough to kind of affect it now for a guy who like Butler who's not shooting the ball from three and who doesn't like to shoot from three and when and I don't know what his percentage is but I'm guessing it must not be great if he's not shooting from it a guy like Davis who's long can affect that no matter if he's close or if he's a little bit further away he can affect that. Um, so now you're playing Butler with a longer defender too, and so he can't do anything. Like he can't get in side if he drives on Davis and tries to use his body. I think the length will be too big. 
I know it was a close game last night, but that was the key. That was the real key to it. What I don't know if it was necessarily just Davis guarding him, but the way they guarded him was what was the biggest difference. They let him have that three-pointer. They sagged off. They played him like Rondo of years past and a bunch of other guys. Um, I guess even similar to LeBron at times. Um, they don't play LeBron quite as deep. But LeBron gets on hot streaks and he can make threes and he, and he, he will shoot threes. That's the difference between... Um, that's really the difference between him and what Butler did last night was LeBron, make or miss, he's going to shoot the three. He's going to shoot it. Um, so if you go under, he's going to still, you know, hoist one up. And So that was the key. Jimmy Butler having to shoot threes or stay in that three-point line and kind of being confused on what he should do because – I guess he felt like if he drove and he got blocked, that wasn't helping the team. Um, so they were just trying to create spaces for those three-point shooters, it seemed like, last night. Often, he was, with little picks and rubs and um, running around screens and, you know, rubbing off the screen of his man uh, to open three-pointers. And they got quick releases, so they're trying to get on those little quick shots. So... That was the very that was the key though, and uh, but yeah that that was the key to the victory last night three one. Um, we hit on LeBron just a little. We might as well go all basketball pretty much, basketball and social media basically, or sports and social media. Um, LeBron James, if he gets his fourth and he wins the MVP, I think he has the MVP probably close to in lock. I know Davis has had a great series defensively, offensively. Um, but LeBron's also, I think, averaging like, I don't know the exact numbers. It's high 20s, I think 11 rebounds and 9 assists on 53% or something. And really, he hadn't had his best series, so he hadn't, like, played like a monster. But those numbers are going to be better than AD's. Um, the plus-minus was in favor of AD last game, last night. But overall, I believe it's going to be LeBron for MVP. Um, sometimes the narrative writes a story, and I believe that... Um, if I stop, if I can stop saying I believe, that'd be fantastic. We're getting this podcast thing done, don't worry. But anyway, um, the Anthony Davis is is deserving, but LeBron has the better numbers, and the narrative kind of you know kind of tells the sometimes leads to where the vote goes and I believe the narrative of LeBron James three MVP or four total NBA MVPs on three different teams or finals MVPs on three different teams meaning 
you know, the first person to do it. I think that's where, if it was close, I think that's where the the vote would go. Uh, so, hopefully, he gets him on as a LeBron fan. Hopefully, what will end up happening is he'll get him one. He'll be three MVPs, three teams, four titles, ten years. And we'll see what he has for the encore. He's getting there. He's getting there, though, boys. He's he's 35 years old, year 17. Um, over 50% of his career he's been in the finals. It's, But it's getting close, I think. I mean, you can't play forever. So at some point, that time would come. Uh, but if he gets one more, he'll be at four out of ten. And he will also likely get a fourth finals MVP on three different teams. What's interesting about this is I know he's only led three franchises to the finals. But what kind of makes this interesting is that he... uh, He, like I said, he's led that many teams to the, um, trying to park here, guys. Uh, he's led that many teams, but it's almost like he's led four different eras of teams, almost. Like, so if, if you, if you put this in perspective, that first Cavs team who I liked some of the players on the team, but there was at no point should he have ever been able to take them to the finals. Um, But that first Cavs team that first Cavs team was a mess, but that was a whole whole different squad. He took them to the final. That Heat team, you know, a whole different squad. He had a whole different team when he went back to uh, the Cavs. And then he had a whole different team when he obviously went to the Lakers. So it's almost like he's took four different teams to the finals. And hopefully he's going to get his fourth. I mean, 3 one's not possible. We've seen... The Nuggets come back this year. Now, do I think it's likely? Um, I don't know if I see it being likely. But can it happen? I wouldn't count it out. I would definitely say it's a possibility. So, that is the GOAT Channel Podcast. And also, we do have one more segment left. If you're a returning listener... We are going to go to the GOAT quote of the day right after this little break. I also want to mention, subscribe, like, go to the GOAT channel on YouTube. You j- just check me out. I got links everywhere. So Instagram, Twitter, I got Zazzle, eBay. I got Amazon books. So if you want to listen, you want to check me out, you know, just just hit, me, hit them up. Hit those links up. 
and like and share this video or this podcast. And that's about it. We're going to go to the GOAT quote of the day. And we'll be right back after these breaks. We are to that time in our podcast. The GOAT quote of the day. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. So if you're a dreamer, or really if you're doing anything in life, don't necessarily think about the time it takes. Um, because that time's going to pass anyway, right? We're, we're not, it's not going to stand still. The time is going to continue to pass by. We're going to continue to get older. Um, so live the dream and try to dream. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. That was your good quote of the day. We'll see you next time, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the Go Channel Podcast. If you like any of this material or any other material, go to check out the YouTube and all my links. Appreciate you listening. Until next time, go out.